Welcome to the back rooms, where typically throughout the day, your pants gain weight. My name is Justin. My name is Jack. And my name is Brian. Uh, so on the Back Rooms podcast, uh, we are going to be here to talk about uh, media, entertainment, movies, TV, video games. Philosophy. Uh, well, to an extension to of an that. Ex- yeah. A lot of branching uh, related topics concerning media. It gets deep in the back rooms. <laughs> Deep. It depends how many levels down you want to go. <laughs> my, my legs get tired. Uh, we're not going to go too deep today. Uh, we'll spare you. Uh, so today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, the upcoming uh, three four three release, uh, Halo Infinite, and also the Master Chief Collection. Um, we have actually all three of us. We have been fans of the Halo franchise for how many years now? Do you think? Oh, when did Halo CE? Get released 2001 it's been 20 years yeah. see i'm yeah. i was a late bloomer i i didn't start halo until the third one really i did not really? yeah i still have not finished the campaign for two really i have to do that that's like one of the best ones though i, I hear that yeah i hear that um yeah my uncle got me <laughs> my uncle got me when i was like eight or nine he got me uh the original xbox with like a bundle of games and halo ce was one of them and this was like, you know, before Halo was Halo. It was like just starting. But like, even then I knew, I was like, this is something. <laughs> this is something special. First um, time I played Halo was with my father. He, he bought it for himself. With your dad? Like, yeah. Like, like co-op? Yeah. Well, I watched him, you know. Oh, okay. Little, yeah, that was back when games like your thumbs weren't long enough to reach the controller. Right? My thumbs weren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, but yeah, I think it's pretty fitting to discuss the release of Halo Infinite, especially with it coming out very soon, um, and the... What's the date again? The 12th of December? 12th of December. I think you're right. I hope um, And the next flight uh, that is coming out for it is going to be here before we know it. Um, and we're very excited to check that out. Yes. So we just wanted to... I did not sign up. I should have signed up, you but didn't I didn't. Are you Halo Insider? I did not no, I I was gonna sign up. I didn't sign up for the last one, and then I regretted it. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna sign up for this one, and then I didn't do that either. <laughs> you know what? You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what? It, so what do you guys think? Um, they obviously delayed the game an entire year. I'm excited. You know, effectively, uh, I know a general perception of the game a year ago was kind of. Bad. This game looks like uh, Roblox. <laughs> but uh, well, what do you guys think so far? I know the big thing that uh, a lot of people were initially, myself included, very disappointed about was was the visual aspects. And it seems as if the visual aspect of it has improved quite a bit. Um, I do like the throwback to the more grungy uh, aesthetic of I agree. a game like Halo Reach. Uh, we even have the Halo Reach assault rifle. And I'm so excited for that. You but, know, is it... So, what do you, what do you mean by, like, grun, grungy? Because I didn't really get that impression that it was, like, that way. So, do you I, mean, like, the sort of main... Maybe grunge, maybe grungy is the no, wrong no, no. word. I, I know exactly what you mean. Where f- art the, style, art, the art direction in four and five took a very cartoonish, 
I wouldn't even say cartoonish. I would say futuristic, very sleek, clean-looking kind of um, art direction. Whereas, you know, the original trilogy and Halo Reach, you know, it's a little bit dirtier. It's a little grimier, you know what I mean? Like, you can like see... Grungy. you can. I know what you mean when you say grungy. You can see the scratches on the armor. Right. You can You can see the wear and tear of these soldiers who have been in battle. Um... And it, 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 it's okay. more grounded. That's a than... that's a, I think that I can agree with the grounded look. Nice. I can agree with the grounded look. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that until I have another thought. Um, <laughs> no, but I understand because it, it almost took like a super futuristic approach, like that yeah. very very clean lines, very. Um, um, not, I don't know if simple geometry is the right word, but, like, where po- the original trilogy, especially with, like, Forerunner-related stuff, it had this way of sort of balancing a futuristic setting with sort of this old-world feel, which yes. I think this Halo think, Infinite brings I, I that back. I think Halo 2, and I know you didn't really finish the campaign, but if you did, like, the new Mombasa levels, mm. I think they find that blend really well. Where you talk about you know the old world mixed with these futuristic soldiers in an alien invasion, you know, mm. um, yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I think they do strike the balance a little bit better in the original trilogy than than they do in the latter. But I think they're they're making good strides at, at kind of trying to blend the two into something that I think new fans can appreciate, but also brings back a little bit of fan service to you know people like us who have been with the franchise for 20 years at this point mm-hmm. personal ai is pretty cool <clears throat> it is really yeah. cool it is really cool. <laughs> yeah i i am I'm, I'm really excited for customization in that game i i don't know how i feel about the shaders yet but i haven't gotten hands-on with it I, know, honestly, I didn't i didn't i wasn't part of the flight so you know it's gonna be a free-to-play game now right now well, for better or for worse, you know that 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 that's the industry that we're in now. You know, we we were you know, we're we're young enough to have seen both the industry at a point where you would be buying DLC. So throwback to, I would say, let's go back to Call of Duty World at War, where they had four separate map packs or three separate map packs. So if you didn't have those map packs, you'd be kicked out of some of the online playlists. Mm-hmm. But they were cheap, relatively speaking. Yeah, they were what, like ten dollars? I think twenty. Granted, that's you know that's a third of the price of the full game. But so it, it has its caveats, and I and I think that's something that we don't really think about is you know a free to play game. You're not going to be kicked out of an online match for not having a map, right? You're going to not having right. paid, yeah, for the, the, paid for content. Paid for content. Now, I think the approach that three four three is going with, you know, all of the paid, paid contact content is going to be aesthetic. Hmm. I think that's a very good move to make, both from an experience standpoint and just an ethics standpoint. More than anything, you know, uh, I, I was always not a fan of how battlefield you could just buy mm. your guns Rainbow Six Siege 
<laughs> That's a totally fair it, balanced game. It's <clears throat> it is if you if if, if you, you have play, all the operators. If you have all the operators. <laughs> Honestly, I get fucked up by recruits all the time, so I'm not I can't even use that as an excuse. We, we just suck. That's fair. Um so you you mentioned XP. Um how how do you guys feel about the removal of per match XP? So I know you were asking about this earlier, but um, basically the the system they're putting forth is you're going to, you're not going to get XP on a per match basis. They're going to implement like a challenge system instead. So kind of like in the MCC where you complete three matches or get fifty kills or you know X amount of headshots. I don't know what the, what the specific challenges are going to be. I'm just imagining that it would be something relatively generic like that. My, S- go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that depending on the implementation, that could you know be good or bad. I think it's interesting in the sense of it. It may encourage people to play playlists or game types or play certain um stop have certain like gameplay styles that would benefit you completing certain challenges it may diversify the way that you play the game mm-hmm. you know because that is how you will progress however i don't know how it works in this um where you know, will you have, will there always be challenges? Will you have default challenges assigned to you? Or do you have to go in and always do challenges? If you're not doing the challenge, um, or rather if you didn't pick any that you wanted to do, are you, are you just not going to be earning any, essentially any credit for your playing? Um, and with that, maybe somebody don't, some people don't want to be doing specific challenges. It depends on how broad they are. Like if it's just play this type right. of game type. Well, that's my concern. Or, you know, I think that's everybody's that, concern. That's my concern is that I, I don't want to feel like I am being funneled into a certain type of play style in order to get the f- sense of progression from my game. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to be able to just play the game the way I want to play it and still feel like I'm making progress towards something. I don't want to have to go into the game and say, oh, great, now I have to use the sniper rifle or I have to use the shotgun, otherwise I'm not going to level up. You know, it, it's... that's le- it, It's... At the end of the day, you don't have to do it, sure. You know, you could still just jump in and play the game however you wanted to. Which but is... I, I think it does funnel you into certain play styles that I think really... Because if, if let's say, everybody gets the same challenges per week then everybody's running around using the shotgun. You know, totally nerfs the the varied sandbox that Halo is known for. You know what I mean? If everybody's attempting to get the same challenges uh, on a per-week basis. So I think I could be wrong with this, but I think how they're going to be implementing it is very broad-based challenges um, that are... <clears throat> I hope they would be randomized. Not everybody would receive well, the so same. So it's set it's of not going to be something. It's going to be like win X amount of games. It's going to be play X amount of games of capture the flag, or it's going to be, you know, I, my understanding is it's going to be very broad. And then once you complete that challenge, maybe get X amount of kills with a plasma. So, weapon. So let's let's say it's going to be get ten kills with a plasma weapon, maybe, or a UNSC weapon, or a banished weapon. After you get that challenge, that challenge doesn't go away. You get the next tier of it, so it's going to be twenty five. And then fifty, and then and then at okay. a certain point. So that that's my understanding of it. At least the last time I I read about the challenge mm-hmm. aspect of it. 
Um, because I think one of the uh, directors uh, tweeted out that um, the challenges are quote-unquote not infinite, but there's enough of them that you would need to sink a lot of time into it to even run out of challenges to do. So I'm, you know, I like, I, I, I that, that makes me feel confident, but I understand the concern. And, and part of me is kind of concerned, you know, because maybe I don't like playing, you know, ranked all the time. Is there even going to be a ranked mode? Do we even no know idea. anything like I have that? No idea. But, you know, I, uh, it's, so with, with the, uh, with what you said about the, there won't be an, you know, an infinite, infinite amount of challenges, but there's enough to satiate the vast majority of players average playtime. Maybe, you know, if you reach that regularly, maybe you should like, not, maybe you should not just play Halo your entire life. <laughs> you should let, like, you know, live, eat. I feel attacked right now. Speak to a person every now and then. I speak to enough people at work. That's, that's, <laughs> I get my fill. That's all I need. I speak to enough people at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, progression systems. Uh, we talked about XP. Um, that's what we're talking about, yes. No, yeah, I know, but how do you guys feel about battle passes because halo infinite is going to be going well, down so the route I, I mean they, they they're gonna have the battle pass but my understanding is they're also gonna have like challenges that you can complete to get stuff right no i, I don't i don't so, think it's gonna be an issue and i think actually halo infinite is going about it the right way yeah whereas you buy the battle pass and it's yours to keep and well, you, can like that too. you can progress it whenever you want to mm -hmm. it's not like in Stressful. call of duty where Oh great! I bought the battle pass. Now I have a hundred days to get through a hundred levels, or this stuff is gone forever. So I have to grind mm -hmm. the hell out of this game that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> you buy the battle pass if you hate the game. Video, Video games, games are, are not fun. fun. <laughs> you should probably clip the mic. <laughs> but no, you know, um, I I think I think you know ever as. as Fucking Fortnite brought about the battle pass pretty much. You know, that's at least what popularized and and brought it to what you disagree. No, no, no. I I, I can't think of examples uh, of other popular examples. There, there might be, but I, I can't disagree with you. I just, I don't know. Right, okay. Well, so it feels as if Fortnite was the game to popularize. Almost standardize. Standardize the battle pass. For better or for worse, um, I will say, if it wasn't for the battle pass, in now, like now, as you said before, Rainbow Six Siege, you brought up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I bought the battle pass this past season because oh, the operators are usually like ten dollars, yeah. because which is a ripoff. Mm -hmm. Oh, but now I can get ten dollars. My ten dollars can go towards the operator. And a uh, hundred tiers worth of stuff. It's either ten dollars or grind like ten hours worth of game time in order to rack up the minuscule amounts of, of in-game currency that you yeah. get per match. So, but I think I think the I hear it's a pretty renowned system. Ha! <laughs> Funny guy. I think battle passes can be you know good and bad. I think the simple ones. I, I think the way that they are evolving is good so like halo 
even in MCC, even though they're not paid battle passes, um, you can go back to them. You can put your points towards <clears throat> the other passes. In Rainbow Six Siege, every five levels that you are past level 100, mm -hmm. you don't stop progressing. You get an extra alpha pack every five, uh, five levels. It's fantastic. So I think all these games, we're, we're going to reach a pinnacle event eventually of like, you know, there will be more progression. And leading back to this issue of challenges um, in Halo Infinite, I think 343 is seeing how this battle pass can evolve and how the system can evolve beyond what we've seen in Call of Duty, Fortnite, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, I have faith in them. Even though, even though I lost faith in them after Halo 5, I, 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 I think I'm back on board with them. I, I think Halo, uh, excuse me, I think 343 really, they couldn't find their footing. It took them a long time, but I genuinely don't think that they are, you know, a sleazy manipulative company at all. I, I don't think that they don't care about the franchise. I, it's 100% evident in the effort that they've put into these projects that they do care about the franchise. They listen to the fan base. Activision. <laughs> <laughs> Bungie. Oh boy. Ever, listen, I ever since Let's Bun not get hit with a with a defamation suit. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean continue, Brian. No, you're you're yeah. Um no, I, I think I said what I wanted to say. Um Battle Pass. Yeah, Battle Pass. Good. That's a word. That's a <laughs> word. That's actually two Listen, words. I play Halo to have fun and not have fun. I'm going to spend more time having fun with it. I play game. Halo to have fun. I play Siege to win. I don't play Siege to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the ba the Battle Pass, while you could probably say that a, a game like Fortnite made it much more commonplace and accepted, it's really in in my in my mind's eye um a just an extension of the ever prevalent now subscription model of of licensing and software and anything it, even it, even outside of games um you know anything from like you know microsoft office or a lot of um you know applications that you get on 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 mobile devices and anything they're either in-app purchases or they're subscription models Rather than just the one-time purchase and then a perpetual support, it fine. It like kind of makes sense in in the oh, aspect yeah. if you're if I'm going to continue to work on a game and provide content or updates and things like that, that like there is only so much a point that like that initial purchase will support that. And games have not really changed price in in forever. Only now with the new generation, they're going up. I think seventy is now mm -hmm. like sort of the new standard. That, and that's really games. that's really only. Play, uh, Sony and PlayStation right now, I think. Uh, no, no, that is that is. I mean, that is on. I mean, when I bought Cold War, it you, was seventy dollars. Did I buy Cold War? Jeez. <laughs> did you remember playing? <laughs> oh yes, yes, I did. Have play. you ever played Cold the, War? I have played the, Cold War. The, okay. the, 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 the next generation variant oh. of it with the you know, Series X. Series right, X, right, X. right. Um, oh, right. But. <clears throat> like games were established at sixty dollars. I don't even know when they became a standard, like mid two thousands or mm -hmm. something like that. That's yeah. kind of when that that settled. And sixty dollars then, and sixty dollars now, not the same, are not the same amount. And no. games have become just no. insurmountably expensive to to, to create. Yeah, yeah, millions, millions, millions of dollars. It's insane. And, that, and it's expected to have the same 
development cycle of like two years, three years, and it's just like if you keep adding more and making things more complex, how is that how is that sustainable? Yeah. I well, think I think that's part of the problem with companies like Activision, here as as an example. Um, they're trying to pump out a Call of Duty a year through three th- between three separate companies. What? Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you exactly how it's sustainable. All you have to do is look at Rockstar Games. Oh my god. <laughs> you release the same game for every generation of consoles. And I look, I love Grand Theft Auto. I play Grand Theft Auto. How all much the time. money how much money have you spent on Grand Theft Auto? More than I'm willing to publicly admit. <laughs> so you're part of the problem. <laughs> I am part of the problem. And I'm definitely gonna buy it again. <laughs> but um Rockstar Games brought in this is a fact, you can look this up. They brought in one billion dollars from GTA Online from microtransactions alone last year. That's one uh, billion dollars. That's that's, a lot. that's seven years after the game. Grand Theft Auto seven years. Grand Theft Auto Five is the most profitable piece of media in human history. That's all movies. That's all games. That's all books, TV shows. You name it. It is the single most profitable piece of media that has ever been put onto this planet and they just keep milking the shit out of it and, but for, pe- I mean, for it, people like me but <laughs> like I just <clears throat> that's, a, that's amazing like that's amazing yeah yeah right I mean, it's a good game. It's a good game. It's pretty, it's not even like in my I, no, like, no, okay. I know you you guys know you know yeah, I, I'm you, not, you don't like it. I'm not you a big like fan it. of the Grand Theft Auto franchise. It's like playing a first person shooter if 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 it was if person. it was made in the same engine as Resident Evil Four. <laughs> it's the controls. The controls are the All worst right. in any game I've personally ever played in a modern I, era. I don't love the tank controls. So, I don't love. I don't love the walking controls. So yeah. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a rope and I'm gonna bring us back to the yeah. Bring us back. Bring us back. Um. All right. Is it too tight? Are you good? The rope. I feel okay. Okay. Did you I guys? Okay. Did you guys see the warthog that Hoonigan built? No, like a real. They 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 were contracted by Microsoft, and they built a one over one thousand horsepower off road behemoth as close as they could to to what it would be like if the Warthog was actually a production vehicle for military use. Has really? four wheel steering. And it has that over thousand horsepower. It does not have a working winch, I do not think, unfortunately. I wonder if um, that was... it does not have a chain gun. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually kinda sick. Speaking of building things, Halo Infinite is not launching with Forge. Or, or, or not launching right? with Forge. Or Forge or co-op. co-op. Yes, that, that was is... that was part of the most recent uh, developer update. For me as someone who isn't as a Halo-y as you guys. Like, you know, has not been you, playing you're technically as long. Games. You're a custom I, games guy. When I... So... I'm so... I mean, who isn't? What but. I'm concerned about, you know, you're a custom games guy. Halo 3 and Halo Reach had the best custom games. What do you get? Well, which... Would you guys like Halo 3 or Halo Reach custom games better? I think it depends. Uh, See, like... Uh, this is skewed <clears throat> by our personal experiences and age group because... Yeah, it is. It is. Halo Reach... I loved, I absolutely adored the improved Forge and Forge World. Forge World is like just one of my favorite maps of any game it's ever. Phenomenal. I, I don't, it's so I, cool. I, I, uh, 
343 did release a statement a while ago, like a long time ago, saying why they didn't have Forge World. I don't remember why they said that, mm -hmm. but I really wish they would or could add it back. Something akin to it, or just a large world with right. varying sub-regions sort of within it. And, and like, the sort of that, that, that you know, Blood Gulch area. Yeah, I loved cool. Forge World. I did. I think the only reason I give Halo 3 an edge is... Nostalgia? Yes and no. Um, Put down the rose-colored glasses. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Because I think there was more variation, obviously, because there was different maps that you could forge on. You know... More than one viable map that you could forge on. Because really, Halo Reach, like, think of any custom game that you ever played in that game. It was on Forge World. It was pretty much on Forge World. And it had the same limited set of building materials that yeah. all looked the same, mm -hmm. you know? And, and and it's fine. You know, we all, we all still played it. We all still had a great time. Speed but, Halo. <laughs> but I think coupling the fact that you had more varied environments in Halo 3... With the fact, couple it with the fact that the tools in Halo 3 were so much more primitive, there was an element of wonder to it when you played that. When you played some custom games in that game, it was like, yeah, how how did the make hell this? did people do this? I can I can barely stack two blocks on top of each other and make them float. And this guy made a racetrack that's like five minutes long. I remember. How Optimus, did you do this? It was an Optimus Prime map. It was just like it was like a large, complex. Optimus Prime, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Transformer, yeah, like exactly. How? <laughs> yeah. How did this. you do that? It's well, so it, the the restriction and limitation, you know, bring about creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, you find interesting ways to, to do things. Yeah, I hope that Halo Infinite, because obviously they they're gonna probably want to go bigger and better than they went with Halo, with Forge and Halo Five. And right? that was a phenomenal. Halo Five was tool. phenomenal. I never used it because it was not very one nobody really none of us played Halo 5 that much you well, know? all the I mean I've made a, <clears throat> I made most of the maps that I made in any of the Halo games including Halo 5 were arena style so like right. you know it was Slayer Capture the Flag stuff it was in different environments um, and in Halo 5 I was I loved the ability to, to make it an environment so, like, the I tools had, were incredible yeah but like you said you know it, it made it it was Less, not very user friendly. No, at all. Uh, coming from Halo Three, Halo Four, uh, Halo Three, Halo Reach, <laughs> Halo Four, um, coming into Halo Five was like an entirely different ballgame. And the time it would take to get comfortable and familiar with all those settings just never felt worth it because nobody ever wanted to play Halo Five. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm raising my hand. You have the speaking ball. Thank you. <laughs> so. I would. Th I think that if they could have a, you know, whatever you want to, yep, Sorry. whatever <laughs> that's okay, whatever you want to call it, you know, easy mode, a simple mode, or something in Forge where you know it's akin to something like Trials or Reach, yeah, similar so to that. Trials had their two different modes. They had their full. So for those who don't know, Trials Evolution, the, the motocross game had a track creator and it had a simple mode which just took away a lot of the complexity where you could just make a simple track place objects place and objects stuff and stuff around. like that and then you had the full editor where you could pretty much do like 
You could have things like triggers and events. Triggers, and events. That would uh, you you pretty much you can make fucking stuff. if statements. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, yeah. it allowed for a lot more expansive, but it was less user-friendly. But that's part, you know, that's part of the balance you have to strike because as you get bigger and more complex, you can't be as user-friendly. Right, yeah. not naturally. There's I, a lot of buzz about forgeable AI potentially coming to Halo Infinite. Huh? Forgeable AI. What the hell does that mean? Like scripting, you know, elites, brutes, marines, do... like into forge maps. I will love that. I would, dude, write any amount of money on this piece of paper and I will pay it if you put this in the game. I'm okay with them introducing more complex concepts because I, I'm a little biased in that I played a game like Gary's Mod and I yeah. didn't play. I didn't play like if anybody has played the game. A lot of the common things are like Dark RP and Trouble in Terrace Town and Death Ooh, Run and all that yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really play it once in a while, but I was like sandbox. I would do stuff with wire mod and creating like engines and right. complex structures and like learning all that i literally that is the reason i'm studying computer science now that that game is the reason why i'm doing that mm -hmm. for more more or less mm -hmm. so i enjoy having more complexity just because it gives me more capability and i like learning about that stuff but i acknowledge that there should be some kind of simplified mode so that if someone just wants to Make a simple map. Just place objects and rotate things around. Or just fuck around with friends. Yeah, or just do that. Just throw stuff at people, whatever it is. Yeah. That, that, that you should have distinct, separate interfaces like that. Yes. Spawn a grid. <laughs> Spin it around. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm 100% in agreement with you. I'm totally in favor of having more tools at my disposal in order to do stuff. I don't care if it's less user-friendly... That's not my main issue. That was, though, with 5. That was one it of was, his issues. It was, but again, the the reason that was an issue for me is because nobody, I was, nobody ever wanted to play it, so why would I put so much time and effort into something that I could barely get anybody to hop on, you know? If, if Halo Infinite turns into, you know, is a big statement here, but if Halo Infinite turns into the next Halo 3 or the next Halo Reach, mm. where, you know, we all love it, we fall in love, we play it for years on end, then sure, absolutely, I will sit down. I'm an adult. I can figure this out. <laughs> I'm an, questionably an adult. Questionably. <laughs> I can figure this out. Um, and I have no problems with that. I'm all for having more tools in my toolbox to make these more complex maps. But make it worth my time. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just hoping that that Forge can be for Halo Infinite what it was for Halo 3. Honestly, do you believe that Halo 3 would have been as impactful as it was if it shipped without Forge? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It no. would have faded into... Maybe not no. faded, but it would not have had the staying power that it did. I think it would Without have... a Forge. I know that's a very common sentiment between a lot of... Um, and I can't say anything because I'm biased because that was 70% of my time was in Forge and custom games yeah. because mm -hmm. I enjoyed the creative aspect. Mm -hmm. That's just the kind that's of player true, that I yeah. am. But that's what was so in powerful throne. about Halo 3. That era was Forge created a community. A community of creators that could come in and say... You had the file this share. Is what, right, file share. That's It was all about community that kept bringing people back to that game. Forge, theater, file share. It's also mm. an extension of the sandbox ideology that, that Spongy you know, kind of brought into the Halo mm -hmm. um, franchise that 
that you know in just in the arena style of 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 just the normal game types and stuff where you're encouraged to play along with the map and and, and learn um learn different aspects and and play using use the environment and the state of things to your advantage not just oh i have this really great meta loadout that i built in gunsmith and yeah in that's Cold true War, mm-hmm. um that that you had to play that and forgenix is an extension of that sandbox aspect where use the tools that you have now to create anything that you want mm-hmm. so yeah i don't think i agree with brian i don't think it would have that's it would have it's probably been true. what it was without that probably mm. how do you guys feel about co-op I'm very sad Just, because that's your, the other thirty percent I would play the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, when it came to the Halo games, me and uh, you know an old friend of ours would always do the Halo, especially when Master Chief Collection first came out. Mm-hmm. We went through all the campaigns, co-op, legendary, and but that wasn't the first. I always at any any campaign or any story for me personally um i will go into it solo first mm-hmm. just for the immersion of it um agreed so because like you know you're, you're, that that's just that's just me personally mm-hmm. like most of the campaigns that i have played are focused around single individuals so especially especially a lot of the sony games so you got got war you've got um, Last of Us Part One and Two, um, any of the Naughty, Naughty Dog games, you know, it was a single player experience. And then yeah. Halo CE, you're the last Spartan, you know. Halo Two, you're a one man army. Halo Three, you're finally being supported by your actually useful yeah. <laughs> Marines now at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Wait, um, which Halo is this? Three. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, well, Halo Two Marines are the peak. Were they really? Oh yeah. I just I just back. remember always going back. into an alleyway, getting all of them getting killed by a jackal. Are you playing legendary in Halo uh, Two? Well, well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, 3, I know. Halo Three Marines get killed by anything. I know, but still, anything. listen. It's Halo Two. Okay. Halo Two Legend. Well, what's harder, Halo Two Legendary or Dark Souls? Halo Two Legendary. <laughs> <laughs> which, Dark Souls one? is challenging. <laughs> Halo Two on Legendary is bullshit. There's a difference. Well, which Dark Souls are we talking about? So, which makes a larger hole in my drywall? <laughs> Hollow Knight. But, um, yeah, my my experiences with um, co-op co-op have always been at somebody else's house. <laughs> you know, I whenever I had people over, we played four-player co-op on like a fucking 10-inch box screen TV. Like, my phone has more screen real estate than that fucking TV did. Mm. Well, that's not really... <laughs> so, that, you gotta... Phones are big these days. Phones are big. Phones are phones big. Are big, but this TV was really small. All right, all right. Um, so, I do remember, you know, I have fond memories of, like, those late-night, you know, sleepovers where you'd stay up and you'd play Halo 3 until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. All those LAN parties. And then you'd wake up at 6 a.m. and play some more Halo 3. <laughs> But um, I tried to sleep as a child. I don't know about you guys. I try to sleep now, and I don't. Sounds like a personal issue. It is a personal issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sleep fine. Yeah. Um, oh, I need nineteen hours of sleep. Well, you know, related related to that, um, 
343 Industries dedication or shown dedication to the franchise. Well, before we go into that, actually, there's one more thing I want to talk about on, on Halo Infinite. Um, so public perception for the, the initial flight seems very positive, overwhelmingly positive. Would you agree? Seems like it. Um, so a lot of people... Unless you go on the Halo subreddit? Uh, fuck, fuck Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> like many, a lot of people are saying things like Halo's back or that it, it feels nostalgic to them. Um, but being that nostalgia sub- is a subjective experience, um, in your both of your opinions, um, I want to know what do these statements mean to you? Like what does the perfect Halo game look like to you for it to feel nostalgic. Well, I just want I just want to say, you know, uh, 343 has the best marketing department of any video game company. Uh, maybe other than, like, Ubisoft. Because they lie? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm still not happy about Halo 5. Halo 5. They sold us a different game. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. Um, so, I think maybe a lot of it is... Maybe I'm just being a naysayer, but I think a lot of it may be marketing. Um, especially when with them bringing back the old art styles, rather an infusion of like it's okay, a yes. modernization, modernization of or or as the... as Mazda would call it, an evolution of uh, design. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. innovation that excites the... <laughs> it's Nissan. That's the wrong company. <laughs> Thanks for the sponsor. <laughs> but, oh my God. but, but, but yeah, I mean, I could just, like I said, it could just be an area, but I think it has a lot to do with marketing. Um, I just, I just look forward to playing an, a, a Halo game that's not Halo 5. That feels more like Halo 3 or Halo Reach. But what, like, what about that? makes it feel like Halo 3 or Halo Reach to you? Like, what specific aspect do you feel was missing from Halo 5? I don't think there was anything missing. I think there was just too... Like, like don't get me wrong. Ground Pound, the the, 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 pat, uh, the dashes and everything mm-hmm. were fun additions, but it was a different game at that point. They made it about... They took the focus away from the, the sandbox... And made it more about player utility. Yeah, that's that's actually very true. It, it when you when you put it that true. way, um, yes, because why was the best weapon in that game the fucking pistol? That I that pisses really me. <laughs> it pisses me off. The pistol has the same time to kill as the DMR. Yeah, yeah. Why? He's got the Halo One pistol. <laughs> At this point, I'm more afraid of the Halo Five pistol. <laughs> Yeah, because no, I, I, I agree. I would hate seeing whenever I'd be playing a ranked match in Halo 5 and I see that perfect kill mm. next to my name because I just got three-shotted or four-shotted by a guy from, from across, across the, the map, map. <laughs> with a pistol when I had a yeah. DMR. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Okay, drink more of the water. You'll calm down. <laughs> Um, perfect. There's no perfect game, but I think that there's something to be said about the the limitations and the simplicity of the older games. Not, and I'm not to say 
I'm not trying to say that, oh, if you add anything or you make or you, you, you change any of the core aspects that, like, it's not Halo and I don't want it. No, I'm not in that camp. But there's something about being dropped into a game where this is the environment you're in. These are the rules. These are the mechanics. Figure it out. Yeah. That's how the old games always felt. And like what you were talking about, about like player utility and, and, and it, it bringing, it's like that brings a sense of individuality. Like you have control over like what your character is going to be like and mm-hmm. how you're going to play or, or what you're going to use and all that stuff. And especially like Halo 4 with like classes and classes. Like, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Um, but Ninja I drops. think the indiv- in, in Halo Infinite now, the individuality can come from the stuff like the, 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 shaders and and the our cool armor sets and the whole customizability of, of all that that it doesn't have to come from the game from the game mechanic aspect but from the personalization and customization aspect while still keeping the sort of core these are the environmental and mechanic mechanical rules of the game you play how you want and that's how it is and i think that's that's what's gonna for me um kind of pull me into the game that mm-hmm. i i like that that balance and, you, you, and how they're how they're doing that you, now. You have to use the sandbox. The sandbox, yeah. That's, and they're pushing that. And on the topic of the sandbox, they have been pushing that a lot. Like kind of saying that you know we want to celebrate the, the 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 traditional Halo and and the sandbox. Like we're going back to the sandbox and 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 with that they've they've shown that they're they're much more yeah. that they are dedicated to to. Re- kind of reviving and reinvigorating the origins uh, and original sentiment of, of the of the Halo franchise. Yeah. I think there's no better example than um, what's that new Warthog called? Oh, oh the, 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 the Razorback. Razorback. The Razorback. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is the best. Halo has such enormous room for weird. I know. Weirdness. <laughs> weird vehicles. Um, but I feel like, like the Falcon. It wasn't like it wasn't this thing that you would hop in to, you know, get a nine kill streak. It was something that you used to support the team because you had to work with your team to use it effectively. You couldn't, you needed somebody else in order to use it offensively. To, yes, but if there was a tank or a gauss hog on the map, you were fucked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't even get me started on a Spartan laser. Um, well, that but that that's that's a that's not a tank. It's not. It, it was a one shot kill though. <laughs> Irrelevant. 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 Um, I'm I'm glad to see that they're bringing back a focus on teamwork, okay. and I think that that is. It, I, I'm hoping that they bring the Falcon back too. And for me, do we know what you know? If I'm answering my own question, like what does a nostalgic Halo game look like to me? It is. Again, a game that relies on its sandbox and for players to work together and utilize that sandbox to achieve whatever it is they need to achieve. Um, I think... um, Sorry, drawing a blank. Um, I just want the elephant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the elephant. No, because I think, honestly... I remembered. I remember what I was going to say. But go ahead. No, you go. You go. Um, so Halo 5, we were talking about why Halo 5 didn't feel like the prior games. We talked about pre- player utility. But they took away the utility of each weapon. They basically just said, let's crank every weapon and every vehicle to do max damage 
and that's that's like its only function that it serves. Mm. You know, if you go back to Halo CE, um, you had like Halo CE on Legendary, right? The assault rifle becomes practically worthless. Right. However, the plasma rifle shines as a weapon that you can use to nail through shields mm-hmm. and then use the pistol to finish them off really yeah. quick, you know? Or the plasma pistol. You can use the plasma pistol too, which nobody likes to use the plasma pistol, but, I, I but like it's there. It. I, <laughs> it's I there for you to use. Um, I'm excited for weapons like... Um, what's the Heat one? Wave? Is that's That's the one that... Does you the can, area denial, yeah. right? The fire that mm. you can shoot out. I like that. I like weapons that have multiple fire modes that you can use for different situations. You know what yeah. I'm really looking forward to using? The what? skewer. The skewer. I'm I'm just hoping that they bring back the the gravitational wave with the gravity hammer. They, well, no, they're making it bigger. They 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 in the last couple installments of the game, they completely took away the actual force wave that comes out you know when you sh- swing so, the hammer you know so in halo 3 even even if a, if a warthog's driving up to you you swing <laughs> that thing it's going flying it's to the moon and the, so the, the it's just the, gone in halo 5 it was entirely. gone it was gone in halo it was gone in the flight it, well no so i mean from what it looks like in well so i see what you're saying regarding that regarding the gravitational wave i thought you were talking about like the so, pushback Right. The okay. Back. I think that's just a, a, a how the physics engine seems to be running now because one, another thing I don't know uh, I just noticed this the other day, grenades don't have any pushback. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like g- grenade jumping was like the thing in Halo Three and Halo I was Reach. Always terrible at it. <laughs> and um. And um. You know you can't do that anymore. So, um, it, I think it's just a matter of the physics engine, mm-hmm. but speaking of the grab hammer, I always felt like it just felt like another sword. Yeah. Because yeah, but it you, was much cool. Well, no, because the sword, you, you, there was like, you could kill multiple people at once I've with nev- I've, hammer. <laughs> I've yeah, never done could. that though. You just gotta get good. You just gotta Have you that. ever done it? You just gotta play good. Well, I love, I love the because the, in Halo Infinite, of that in more, Halo but, Infinite, yeah. it has an area of effect kill, uh, kill. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, try again. A thing, a thing. Got uh, it. A, like Game and Watch's hitbox in Smash, an area <laughs> like a comb. Yeah, oh, okay. it's something. It, it has like a fucking radius. Of... Radius words. It has yeah. a radius that just like a blast ra- blast radius that kills. We got there finally. <laughs> yes, I also like. Oh. See, I love the I love the physics of of Halo and and how do, they. Do, yes. Do you like the floatiness of Halo Three, or the groundedness of Halo Reach? better I want to say Halo 3 um, then you're not going to like Halo Infinite I'm Halo fine Infinite. with it Halo Infinite <laughs> is definitely uh, more modeled 
But there's more movement options. That's true. You can see it in the armor, in the customization. Halo Infinite is definitely more geared towards pleasing fans of Halo Reach than fans of Halo 3. I think people that go into this game hoping that it's going to be like Halo 3 are going to be slightly disappointed. I I don't know if I... I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I think... So... Is there Weapon Bloom in this game? Well, of course. It was so there was weapon bloom. Has in, it been in all of them? It has I, been, I, I, but it's it, been more. Everybody cites Halo Reach Halo when Reach. they talk about weapon bloom. I think so, I think it was in three. Can you explain what that means? So, like the DMR, <laughs> right? The DMR you know, when you in sh- Halo Three. You know how you couldn't just spam it? Yeah. Because if you shot it too fast, the reticle would expand and your shots would yeah. fly. Oh, 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 yeah, you yeah, had yeah. to time your shots in order to shoot more accurately. That um, that is gonna be in Halo Infinite because that's just modern. Which I don't shooters. really have an yeah. issue with. I don't know why everybody complains about it so much. I know yeah. a lot of a lot of Halo fans complain about a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, competitive players complain about everything because you know, they're yeah. But um, they. I remember. You know, the, the, a lot of competitive players. Didn't like the bloom because it added randomness to the equation of a firefight. But I don't know. I I think it was fine because I, then you had to I place your shots it's, it's randomness in the sense of like if you you it's just another me, uh, sort of mechanic that you have to work around to maximize its effectiveness. Not that necessarily it's just always like it's just random in the sense of you know it'll hit wherever, but. You have to play a certain way, or you have to have some mechanical experience or skill to use it to its best, uh, to the best of its ability. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, the, up to Halo Three was definitely like an extension of sort of older style arena shooters, where you didn't really have like an ADS, you know, aspect of 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 uh, play of the first person experience. So it wasn't as it just it just wasn't there. It, it it comes it's like a of a bygone era, essentially. Right. So and we are in like a, a games are designed a little bit differently. Mechanics that there's sort of more commonplace core mechanics of games. And that's one of them. And I don't have an issue with it necessarily. I think it's it's I. I'm I mean, no matter what, I suck. <laughs> so <laughs> so I have no excuse. Oh man. Um. In the interest of time, I think we gotta we gotta move on. Let's we're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, so we want to talk about Halo MCC, the Master Chief Collection. Um, Once Halo it Infinite is, releases, it is 343's shining example of their commitment and their dedication to the I, Halo franchise. I, I think, think the Hoonigan Warthog is their shining example. Of all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But in all honesty, um, Halo, Halo MCC had a terrible launch. <laughs> it was. It also it had a was, terrible PC launch. Yeah, yeah, not very well optimized. Um, a lot of issues players uh, were complaining about. But now you know we're a couple of weeks away from season eight, and. It's like a completely new game. It's it's beloved by the fan base for the most part. You know, Halo fans again. Halo fans are never completely satisfied with anything. But um, it's fans of most 
you know, you'll always find yeah, large. Yeah, no, you will. But I feel like I feel like Halo fans in particular been. fall into different categories. Um, if you ever watch Ascend Hyperion on YouTube, you should definitely check him out. He has a whole video about the three uh, the three houses mm. that control the Halo franchise. I think I think he, he does he does explain it very well. You should definitely look up that video. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, season eight. Um, season eight is going to be the last one. Is it going to be the last one? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, once Halo Infinite releases, they're not going to have any more... Yeah, they have um, a 10-year roadmap for that game, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, now, they, they said that they do have work to do on MCC, and they, they will continue to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they're fixing the, the bitmap and texture stuff with Halo CE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know that, actually. Yeah. That's kind of sad. But the, they're just not doing the seasonal updates. Right, right, so right, like, right. like like this this last season with all the wacky armor, right. it's going to be the last season. Okay. Um, out with a bang. Out with a bang. I think it's a pretty good bang. <laughs> I like the armor. I I was... I didn't like it at first. I, I really it. didn't like it at first. Um, I still like it. I'm going to be running around with the Plague Doctor mask. I've seen examples <laughs> of people blending some of the new armor with some of the classic armor, mm-hmm. and it actually does look really good. It looks good. pretty good. So I think there are some examples, like the skull with the crown, that I think are just... A little out there. A little out there. I, but to I me, wouldn't I mean, wear it ever. So I, I know but... one one thing that a lot of people were, were, were uh, referencing, actually, were... Um, the, like, why would a soldier be running into battle with that? You know, blah, blah, blah. And then look back through the U.S. or even in international history. You have soldiers wearing some pretty crazy things. Like, they, they'll have their designs on their own helmets or their own pieces of gear or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think so we, I, I think we kind of, uh, I'm, Rose, I'm like all for any really out there designs, just saying. Rose tinted <laughs> goggles, really, they're blinders too. They really are because, you know, we all sit here and say, oh, these new armors are so weird. Why would soldiers walk into battle wearing that? And then Hayabusa. <laughs> nobody said a thing about Ayabusa yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Well, they did, but it was still kind it's of still, a joke it back is, then. It's more iconic than Recon at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. And and still salty. Why would anybody wear that? It it's silly. Why would they be wearing you know a samurai helmet with a katana on the back of their armor? Yeah. You know what's the difference between walking in with a katana and walking in with a spear? Because there's a spear now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think so that, that, I, I think we pick and choose what we want to be upset about sometimes. Yeah, I think um, that brings up an interesting question though, because what three four three is going to be doing with Halo Infinite customization is they're going to have their canonical armors and their non canonical armors. Which right. so I I I read a, I think a question that I saw a user on Reddit ask, which I think is kind of valid question. Like, what's what's the point of the distinction? But I don't know if I, like, I can't explain why, but I don't agree with that sentiment. Like, I think it's important to have that distinction because then you can say, like, listen, if you want just to be, you know, really in there to the canon of the story, just mm-hmm. use this armor. I do have a fun fact as to it. There's both a real world explanation and an in game world explanation as to why Halo 5 specifically had some really wacky armors 
You so, can say bad. That's okay. You can say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bad. Um, so the real world example is because 343 actually outsourced yes. the design of a lot of those armors yeah. to different companies. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of put their own spin on it to yeah. create these different armors. And the in-world example, uh, or explanation rather, is... Like in-game? In-game, like the, okay. in-game, right. Is because all of the multiplayer in Halo 4 and Halo 5... Was canonical. Is simulated. Simulated, It's right, simulated. Right, right. It takes place in the war games. So you're really in a simulation in all of those, you know, 4v4, 8v8 right. games you're playing. So what's actually happening is the um the program you're running or whatever is simulating those armors they're not actual real armors that are being mass produced for spartans to actually use in the field they're just being projected onto the spartans in the war games so they're not real armors yet they're just being like tested in the field games which i think is kind of a, a cool uh, little piece of information Who made that up? Three, four, three. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, no that's wow. like a real thing you that's can look cool. it up it's kind of a cool explanation well, I, I, for I think it. you know i think i that is a cool explanation but is that really like does it make up for it no, no. not really they but... could they could they could they could <laughs> but... just you know made better armors or not not been lazy and outsourced the um... uh, I, like, I i i'm i'm past the years of calling 343 lazy because i think they're doing yeah, they're no, doing no. a really good job right now with, and i can't say shit i've never out. designed a video game hey you know, here we are. <laughs> Everybody's a critic. To, I wanted to comment that yes, the designs of, of the uh, armor, just in general, aesthetically, for Halo 4 and Halo 5, always felt like less like you're wearing a suit of armor and more like you're wearing a skin-tight suit with like things glued on. Like I always got that impression. <laughs> like, the armor didn't feel as robust. It, I don't know. It was something about there was like more spacing and separation between like the plating and stuff, right, and right. I just didn't like like the infinite has fixed that, and you yeah. look like you are this just they're bringing back the body mass of walking iron, you yeah. know? Yeah, I'm and excited. so I love my Halo Reach Spartan security shoulders, <laughs> gung uh, gung gungner helmet. Gung-ya. I still don't know Gung-ya. how to pronounce that. Gungner, <laughs> I think that's right. the gungner helmet. Uh, with the CBRN, like, filters on the bottom. Like, just... And then, uh, George's armor from the campaign with the little thing on the shoulder. <laughs> so that you just look like a Hulk. Yeah. That's my armor. I like it. I'm really excited for, uh, Flood Firefight. Yes! Flood Firefight. I... That's I'm excited. Cool. I know it's probably not gonna... It's not gonna... I think it's only in ODST. Yes. It's not going to be in Halo Reach because... Which is weird. I don't, well, Re- well, no, the Flood weren't in Re- Reach. Flood weren't in Reach. So they would have to I like, hope, program them into the game. I hope the Flood is back. Because I know uh, uh, at the end of the spoiler alert, end of Halo Wars 2... The game's been out for like The game's been out for years. four years. Spoiler, <laughs> end, end game spoiler alert. Everybody dies. <laughs> That's not even true. <laughs> talking about Reach? No. Let's oh. talk about end game. Let's <laughs> talk about Avengers. <laughs> But no, uh, Halo Wars two ending, awaken the awaken the nightmare, the flood is back. I now I didn't yeah. actually finish awaken the nightmare, unfortunately, even though it was a fantastic DLC. How the banners are a fantastic, fantastic enemy. If you didn't finish it. Well, so far it's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> it's been a while, but I loved it. I remember loving it. But I hope the flood is back in Halo Infinite. I also think the banners are a phenomenal enemy. I just, as much as I hated the Halo 5 campaign, I don't want 
that story to end. Canonically, I think they're a good enemy. I, I like I kind of like the idea of like a splinter cell of the covenant that that grew in power and you know eventually it it's a little weird that they somehow managed to become more powerful than the covenant without anybody I mean, hearing about them at all <laughs> during the acts of the original trilogy or whatever anyways um, well when did it all occur because isabel describes that in halo one uh halo wars 2 Right. Um, I think she... I will say Atriox's introduction was absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I I, I think... I like that... I like the story behind them. I don't know how I feel about them really just rebranding the same enemies that we've been fighting. I mean, I know it's familiar. It's fine. What do you mean? it's still, it's still going to be brutes. It's still going to be elites. Still going to be jackals, grunts. You can get it. It's fine. It's familiar. We know it. We know it works. Well. I mean, I'd rather fight them than fucking Prometheans again. Absolutely, absolutely. But I feel like they. Who else would we fight? A new enemy. A new enemy. I, I don't know. I'm and not saying. Like, look, just... I'm not. Right, right, right. It, I know creating an entirely different faction and then fitting that into the sandbox in a way that works well is way easier said than done look at the prometheans (laughs) you know but in a way i'm a little disappointed that we're not getting something new i think i think it's going to feel a lot more new than it seems because because of the there are new mechanics the the banished themselves don't actually fight the same way as the covenant right right i the clip of the brute chucking the suicide grunt that was amazing that's gonna be amazing but I wanted um, to say that it, it, it fits with the entire um, motivation of 343 in that there it's a celebration of Halo. It's a reinvigoration. It's a sort of maybe reinventing is a little is is, is a little too far. Reimagining. Word, but yeah, it's 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 bringing back the old, and making it new, and that and you're bringing back the old enemies, but making them new, new motivations, new designs, new playstyles. Mm-hmm new a, a new essentially a, a new faction you know but using the the pre-existing lore and 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 you know content of the game and if it's going to have a i don't know if they plan to in this 10 year uh, plan that they have for the game 10 year time span that they will be expanding on, on story elements. Or, I right. hope so. I hope so. I hope so. That that maybe then, after this main story, that they could start introducing newer enemies, mm-hmm. newer lines, storylines, and things like that. That that would be a good. So now they've they've now brought back you know all the people who were dissatisfied with Halo Four and Halo <clears throat> Five, or like the, just the, the the more recent um, releases. And they're going to be bringing in people who may have not played at all. And th- and then afterwards, that is a good, I think, jumping off point to start introducing new, uh, new uh, newer elements that have just not been a part of the game right. whatsoever. You establish sort of this, this, this base level of what Halo really is and then build off of that. So I would love nothing more than for them to release co-op campaign and say... It's not just you and three other Master Chiefs running around, but it's actually you in this open world setting 
with your multiplayer Spartans, your customized multiplayer Spartans in this open world setting. It's a stretch. I know it's a stretch, but well, that, it's been done before. That that was Halo, Halo Reach. Reach. It's been done before. So I I would love nothing more than to be able to jump into a game with my buddies, with our customized Spartans, and just explore a Halo ring. That, yeah. I, that would be amazing to me. That would be like the best gaming experience of the past ten years. You know what? You know what like I want? Destiny. I want no. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny. Listen, Destiny has some fantastic gameplay. But that's it. it has some <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's a different conversation. Fantastic. That's another episode. Fantastic and stale can go hand in hand. Hell yeah. But I think the best crossover would be, hear me out, Division, mm-hmm. Halo 3 ODST. Imagine, imagine being an ODST. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> an ODST... Going around New Mum, New Mombasa, after it's just been fucking glassed, and so of that like same exact plague, tone. What? Instead of the plague. Yes. Yeah. And so having like that same... ODST, but make it a loot shooter. Yes. 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 <laughs> like I listen. I know loot shooters are loot shooters, but they can be fun. Division Two is fun. Look, man, Diablo. Two remastered comes out in like six days, and I could not be more hyped. <laughs> is that multiplayer? It is. It is. It Am is. I going to be losing $60 soon? Hell yeah. <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons, though. I loved that, man. I, I know it was very simple, but it was... I loved that. Hey, they made game. it. They. It's got some got some updates. I know. They broke my broken builds, and I'm so Yeah, but they built, they built other broken builds. I know, but then I have to adapt. Uh, well. <laughs> Anyways... Think we're um, anything else that you'd yeah, like I have, to address? Yeah, I, I have one more question for you guys uh, before we wrap this up. Um, Not before marriage. Excuse me. <laughs> um, oh, that wasn't what you were gonna ask. No. So since its release, I would say Halo Three has developed a reputation for itself among its community as one of the greatest online multiplayer games in history. At least among its community, right? It's, okay. it's an it's a subjective statement. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But um, with its inclusion in the MCC, only cementing its staying power amongst more contemporary FPS shooters. You know, like you say, Call of Duty. It's relevant for like a year, and then the next mm-hmm. one comes out, and that's all anybody talks about. Aside from Warzone, you know, Warzone Warzone is kind of doing the same thing, where it, it cements its uh, player base, but. Uh, Despite this, 343 has been devoting time and resources to to the development of new maps and content for this now 14-year-old game to keep things fresh for its player base. Um, So if we weren't talking about Halo or any other mainstream FPS title uh, with its own massive following, do you believe that the development of major content for games of lesser social stature is an effective way to breathe fresh life into its player base. See, I, I don't think it's practical, though. Because the only reason... I, you know... At the end of the day, the biggest obstacle for anything is money. Right. So, if Master Chief Collection wasn't on Game Pass, or Game Pass Ultimate, it'd be a waste of time for 343 to be putting any effort into it. I don't 
think it's the reason. I think Halo is, in, in, in reference to this, Halo is a very unique case. I don't think there is a single other game that could have come back from the initial um, perception and, and uh, sorry, reception that MCC got without Microsoft's infinite financial backing and and essentially it's their it's the, it's their franchise mm. like that is their staple yeah. and they I don't think they wanted it to die is that yeah they did not want <clears throat> the, not. the original trilogy and everything else to be tainted by such a poor port that that's how everybody who may become new to it will experience it no other game I don't think that had a poor initial reception and had a lack of player base would benefit from than trying to pump more content into it. I don't think any other game could do it. You know, another game did do it. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is complicated. Uh... They had one of the worst releases, and they were received probably as one of the worst games when it came out. and Or, or most disappointing games, even more than MCC. It's still an impressive game. I did buy it. I have played it. When was the last time you played it? I personally have never... I bought it after its reputation shifted and people started saying, oh, it's worth buying now. It's a good game. I bought it. um, And it's an impressive... From a technical standpoint, it's a very impressive game. But from a moment-to-moment gameplay thing, it really didn't hold my attention for more than like a couple days. Yeah, but then then why can something like Minecraft do that? moment to moment game because Minecraft, Minecraft, is, Minecraft is different I, Minecraft well, why is it different that's a very interesting question that I think we could explore in another episode <laughs> I, no I'm serious I think that's something that we could talk about like why is essentially mining for resources and building a base you know really essentially at its core the same gameplay why does it work in a game like Minecraft and why does it not work in a game like No Man's Sky well, not why does it not for, work for me? Why yeah. does it not work for me? But I, I, you know, I think if you were to ask what's a better game to most people who would call themselves, let's say, a gamer mm-hmm. or someone who plays video games or someone who says that they enjoy games as a hobby, right? If you were to ask them, you know, what's a better game, Minecraft or No Man's Sky, or Minecraft versus Cast Castle Miner Z, remember mm-hmm. that game, or any other mm-hmm. game that that followed the formula of Minecraft, I think the answer is going to be Minecraft. I would pro. I would agree with 90, more approachable. I, I would definitely ninety-five percent of the time. It's more approachable. Oh, it's hundred percent more approachable. There's a lot more micromanaging in uh, No Man's Sky, I think. And I, again, I didn't play it for an extreme amount of time. I really played it for like a week at max before I was kind of like, it's not really doing it for me. The unfortunate thing with, with, with No Man's Sky upon its release was they, as far as I know, they had the unfortunate circumstance of being of being a small company that was pressured by Sony by their by was yeah by Sony? their by their I don't know I don't I don't remember who who was their publisher who is their publisher but being pressured by them to you know their their big idea for their game which is a huge undertaking for what it is sort of like you said from a technical standpoint it's a, it's a very interesting and 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 i you know you can respect what they've done with it yeah absolutely um but for a small game studio to try and do that and to try and fit it on like a tight development schedule that's something like a big triple a company maybe regularly does is is impossible and that's it's a largely the reason that it it was as panned as it was 
is they it just it was extremely difficult. It would have been extremely difficult for them to try and meet the expectations that they set for themselves in the time frame that the publisher set for them. And they but they have like now that they've had time, that's why it's, you know, mm -hmm. a much more well-received game. Mhm. Mm and and yeah, okay. Then that is I guess yeah, that that's one example. There's very very few circumstances where that can happen. Very few. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Halo is one. And, I think Halo is probably know. the best example. Though. But if, Definitely. let's say Treyarch came out tomorrow and said, and I know this gets away from the original point because I said less social, lesser social stature, but let's say Treyarch comes out tomorrow and they say, we're releasing five new maps for World at War. Oh, I'm playing that game. 100%. 100%. 100%. That's like only we would play. You gotta have to understand that that, that only people that have played that game would would play. And not even, yeah. like maybe, you know, not even a core. I can't even say, but in a a not viable amount of people would actually go and play it. <laughs> Nobody well, has to understand. The only are. people that play we World not, at War we're, anymore we're not the whole are bubble. hackers. <laughs> really. I mean, I'm 11th prestige in that game. And there's only 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just think it's interesting. I, I think it's I think it's very interesting how ded dedicated the fan base is for Halo 3 14 years after its release. And Halo I think Halo MCC is a big, big part of that. I don't Absolutely. think... If it was reintroduced in MCC, it would be as popular. No, I remember when Halo 3 was added to backwards compatibility for the Xbox One. This was, what? One, that was a long two, time ago. At this it wasn't point. that long ago. It was like within the last two, three years that they added it to backwards compatibility. And I remembered thinking, oh my god, Halo's going to come back. Everybody, This is going to be like the biggest game ever all over again. And it really wasn't. <laughs> I remember downloading it onto my Xbox. I played it, and there was like 5,000 players online. You know, it really wasn't like... Wait, what, before MCC came out? What no, 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 this was after MCC. Oh. This was already after MCC, but they oh, added it to oh, oh. backwards co the backwards compatibility list. So now that you had two ways I thought, of playing oh, wow, maybe this will revitalize the player base, and it really didn't. So I think just the fact that it's so convenient as part of the MCC is really the only reason that it's still so relevant today. I think, honestly, Halo 3 would have died out a really long time ago. Also, technically, it's 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 kept up to date. Like, you know, you could, if you want to play it on PC on a 240 hertz, well, uh, yeah. you know, 1440p display or something really fancy that you can do that. Uh, if you're playing it backwards compatibility, you're more or less going to be playing it in its intended state. It it's really, original intended thing. The MCC, it really is... It, it, it has gone from a product think, that was almost universally panned to really one of the best ways to experience the Halo franchise. I, I would say to experience any franchise. To experience any franchise. Any franchise. Yeah. What other game do you know of that has almost its entire library of games all in one convenient package... Where you could play, like, you where know, you you're could, playing multiplayer, you could just have all the games within the playlist. Right. You should just be switching between them. Switch between seamlessly. them on the fly. You have all the campaigns lined up in the same menu. You know, it's just unheard of. Yeah. It really is unheard of. And, and I think 343 really should be commended oh, absolutely. for their commitment to making it into what it is now. So, yeah, no, you're definitely, like, like yeah, their commitment to the franchise at this point in time is peak. Like, I, it's... 
I, I think it always was. Honestly, it always I, was. I think they just they like they had a misstep. You know, they they, they were coming off the heels of Bungie, who at the time was this juggernaut in the gaming industry, mm. and that's a those are big shoes to fill. You know, they wanted to come out with Halo Four. They wanted to create something of their own that still felt somewhat familiar yeah. you know or at least fits into what the old fans knew you know this is oh it's the halo franchise you know you know halo but they wanted to put their own spin on it and it just didn't translate and it took them a few years to figure that out you know but i think they are listening to the community i think they are taking great strides in creating something that the community actually wants mm -hmm. you know if you look into the reported issues during the first flight, like the things that they have acknowledged are issues that they're working on fixing, one of them is the needler needs to sound more crystallized. That is like such a minor thing that you would think would just be kind of overlooked by the developers, be like, we're not gonna go out and recreate these sound bites for this, this one weapon. You know, but they are looking at it. You know, they're listening to community feedback and they're saying, okay, you know what? We heard you. We're going to take a stand and we're going to fix this. You know, segue, not segue, tangent, the Sonic movie. <laughs> oh my God. That I was, think, no. That was planned. No. It was I, all planned. It was all planned. It was a fake trailer. No, <laughs> no but I, I think. That's been planned since Sonic the I Hedgehog think 2. Consumers are finally starting to take a stand and telling, you know, developers, this producers, is what we want out yeah. of our games. Producers, developers, yeah. movie makers, whatever. They're telling them, this is what we want for our money. You know, we're not just going to gobble up whatever you spoon feed us. This is what we want if you want our money. Unless you play GTA? Unless you play GTA like me and you just give them money anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I have yet to spend a dime on any shark cards in that game and I will never do it. I have... I have spent more, more than I'm willing to publicly admit. No, I have spent more real life days than I have real life dollars in that game and I think that's embarrassing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I mean I've spent more real life days playing that game than real life dollars. So so is you, so have you Justin, but our I've spent a lot of money <laughs> in that game. Listen. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Um I think that that was that was all I had to say. Alright. Well, well I just wanted to say thank you to our to our viewers. Thank you for joining us in the back rooms. We will be posting once a week. Once a week. Attempting once, to. We'll try and we're fit gonna that. try. Yeah. We're gonna try and fit that. Yeah, you <laughs> know the, the three people. We're new that to are this. Here. Give us a break. We're new, yeah, we're new to this. We hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you guys well, join us in room two, and we hope that you guys have a wonderful week ahead of you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that was Jack. I am Justin, and I am Brian. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>